Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode to nine. I can't nine. remember. I can't yep. remember. Jack. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you got it. Welcome into episode nine of Just for Chirps. As always, I'm Seth Whitehouse along alongside Chevy Blackburn and Anthony Colosuno. Have a lot of stuff to catch up on. The golf world is just exploding. NBA Finals, NHL playoffs, whole bunch to go over. But first and foremost, boys, how how are we doing? I'm doing uh pretty good. Just been pretty, chilling, pretty good, working, yeah, kind of taking a break Work. from stuff still. <laughs> Fair. Anthony, what 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 we get into down there in Vegas, huh? What we get into? Uh, same thing. Working. I'm go golfing today. You he's know? gonna go do some rich people shit. Everybody's gonna go golf with some crows. Hopefully, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I don't hit this uh, glass house. The course I'm going to. There's a house that the back of it's like all windows. So like, mm. how is that allowed That's... on a freaking golf course? I don't... <laughs> I... They're rich. Like that area is like very like art so deco, like nineteen eighties type of homes that have been like grandfathered in for like the longest time. So mm-hmm. like they look some like some of them look crappy on the outside, but like the inside is like super super nice. Mm. And there's this one hole that has a pool, and the back of the house is all glass, mm-hmm. and. I always aim left on that hole, no matter what. I aim left a little bit. I don't care if it ruins my shot because I do not want to hit that house. Because one time, I almost hit. I saw the ball curving right towards that house, <laughs> and my heart just dropped. And then all of a sudden, we approach it, and my ball—I had a red Callaway golf ball. It was in you their golf pool. with a red Callaway. What? Yeah. Okay. That's here's, here's it, my take on that. If, if they're rich enough to have a, a glass thing like that, they're rich enough to replace it when it gets knocked down. They probably have the best golf insurance out there for their house. So exactly. I bet there it wouldn't have been a problem. But yeah, it landed in their pool. Like <laughs> I was, it was a blessing from above that somehow that shot landed in their pool. Cause I was for sure thought I was going to get, I was going to get the bill for paying for a new window that day. Like, yeah. yeah. That's scary. Been... Yeah, that's like getting thing. in someone's in someone's pools should like count for something. It's like a Kobe shot, like Kobe. That's why I'm kind of scared to golf sometimes. Like if there's a lot of houses, because I'm not oh, yeah. the best at golfing. <laughs> so I don't like I want to pay for something. Facts, but I, I I feel like I'm the opposite, and this might incriminate myself a little bit here, but I'm I'm yamming the shit out of some houses. And... <laughs> If it happens, it happens. If I find my ball, if I find my, I can keep going. If not, I'll just get a new ball. I don't know. I like that mentality. What, how many balls That's... do you go through when you're golfing, Seth? Oh, dude. So I'm I'm former former baseball swing kind of golf. So I slice the shit out. of Oh everything. no! Oh but no! It's so bad. I I have to like pigeon toe my feet all the way to the left for it to come all the way back left because it's just gonna slice the entire time. So, oh, how many balls? <laughs> Four to five, maybe? On a good day or Is what? On like an average day. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the highest day, we're not going to talk about that. Golf balls are 
expensive. No, they are, dude. Oh, and yeah. no, what, I, what did we get, Anthony? Like, was it fifty for like thirty bucks, thirty-five bucks? We went to the Walmart and got like nitros for like. You got nitros yep. for that one day. Yeah. Well, nitros aren't expensive, dude. Yeah, they're not bad. What nitros are you looking at? The one that costs like twenty nine ninety nine at Walmart for a fifty pack. I still. Yeah. Y'all are freaking boozy. Okay, but we didn't know how much people were gonna have originally because <laughs> remember it was me, Chevy. You were supposed to come. Spencer was supposed to come. Down was supposed to come to 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 play golf with all to play golf. So like you know, mm-hmm. ended up just being Dallin, me, and Chevy, but. We were planning for like two of you guys because we didn't know until last second. So we were going to split golf balls among all of yeah. us. So that's why we got the 50 pack. Mm-hmm. Ax, you yeah. Should, you should have known I wasn't coming, but still bougie. But we're getting, we're getting sidetracked <laughs> here a little bit. As I said, going to go over all NBA finals stuff, all the NHL stuff. Uh, first and foremost, the golf world has just gone into oblivion has just fucking exploded is all over the place because the pga tour the defiant ones the ones that are so prestigious have now merged with live golf along with dp world tour what is anybody on dp world so tour? dp world tour is basically it's more of another saudi arabia backed golf organization uh, but it contains the best european players in the world interesting so it's more of the european tour but now it's kind of backed by saudi arabia basically yeah yeah i did not know that but yeah pga has merged with live this is coming after live started up obviously if you don't know what live is it is a golf tournament funded by some saudi oil I don't know what the correct term for it is, but they have a lot of money. They're billionaires. They're from, they're from, yeah, they're from Saudi Arabia. So they have unlimited money basically. And they offered out millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to PGA golfers at the time that then went and converted to live. I think Phil Mickelson got 250 million. Brooks Kepka got a whole shitload. Yeah. Um, Tiger back Woods could have had truck. Back up the million. truck. Yeah. So a lot of controversy. PGA guys leave for live. Some guys are defiant and they stay. They're gonna stay because they're not gonna backstab what they've grown up on and how they've how they've uh, advanced in their career. Guys like Roy McIlroy, guys like Tiger, who could have made a billion dollars, they all stayed with PGA. Yeah. But now it ends up. But the PGA is just going to say, eh, screw it. We'll just join and live. It, it's okay. And all those people who could have made a lot of money won't be able to make that money. But it's like, what is the first reaction here? It's one of the craziest moves I've ever seen. It's huge because when Live was starting to come all together, PGA, the PGA Tour was, you know, basically saying, if you join them, we're. We're revoke, revoking your tour card. Yeah, you know we're not, you know we're going to make sure you're not going to be able to go to the four major events. You're only going to be able to do live stuff and maybe some non-major events. And a lot of those guys are scared because that tour card it takes a while to get because you have to go through all these many many little minor league tours basically 
to even get a PGA card. Granted, if it did, you know, happen where they had to, if they want to rejoin, they had to, you know, regain their tour card and pay a, pay a fine. They could definitely do that. Like, you know, John Rom, he can definitely go back out on the mini tour and just totally tear it apart and get his tour card back for the next year, you know? But it was a lot of, you know, just a lot of PGA, like basically threatening their players saying, if you leave, you're not going to be able to come back. You know, if this live golf thing doesn't work out, you're not gonna be able to come back. And now a lot of people are like, was it all just smoke and mirrors all along? You know, was it, it, you know, it's, a little bit bad on the PGA and like some players like didn't see it until yesterday morning on Twitter. Yeah. Like, and that's, know, the, it's, that's the big thing too. But notes to some people, they had a meeting, uh, commissioner Jay Monahan did have a meeting with a couple of people, but they made the decision to move from PGA to live without telling anybody first. They had that meeting. It was tense and everything, but they didn't tell anyone. And, I kind of thought this was interesting, Chevy. Some of the reasoning for Mr. Monahan, who are, are we are we giving him the the title? Just grade A piece of shit right now. Is, is that what we're? I think that's fair for right now. Yeah. Does, does he deserve that? Because he screwed a lot of people he's, out of money. He's a bigger piece of shit than Rob Manfred right now. Moment, <laughs> right? And that's oh, not saying something. That's uh, saying something. Yeah. But after the meeting with his uh, PGA golfers, he did an interview and he said. It's better off together that we are not fighting or apart between the two leagues. But yeah, there was a lot of controversy before, but there there really hasn't been very much tension or anything. And in my opinion, it all comes down to money. So Chevy, how bad does it look for players that want that wanted to stay with the PGA, then now have to go join live because of all this stuff? Well, it just like you feel bad for them because you know they were offered so much money. They mm-hmm. turned it down just to try to keep the PGA alive with all the, like the, what is it, the grassroots, like the history, yeah, the history of it. So that's why they kept, tried to keep it alive. Mm-hmm. And now they have to go play for something that they were trying to, like, go up against. So it's pretty it, tough, it's just, honestly. It's it's just tough. It's like a backstabbing type thing in it. I don't know if either of you agree with this, but it also just kind of reiterates in my mind, like people can stand for something, but at the end of the day, money is just going to prevail. And PGA obviously wasn't doing as good as they they were supposed to be. And they needed some way to prevail with money. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm getting from this. And Anthony, back to you, that this could be another thing that we were talking about earlier. A lot of the golfers on live have just been dominating too, haven't they? We got Brooks winning the PGA Championship yeah. and then Rom winning the Masters. Is that another another ploy to like, hey, I'm gonna get these guys back in in our kind of competition just to get it more publicity and talked about? Um, yeah, but you know, I think there was a lot more publicity when Live and PGA were separate from each other. Um, yeah. I think there's still definitely going to be talk today of like, oh, Rom went to live and now he's back in PGA, you know, mm-hmm. kind of back in PGA because of the merger, yada, yada, yada. But I would definitely would say that, yeah, there definitely could be a little more discussion, but I think more of that 
with slash PGA rivalry is kind of coming to a close due to just because they're no longer two separate brands. It's not like, you know, the WWE back in the day, you know, WCW versus WWE. It's, you know, I don't think it's really no longer going to be like that anymore where, you know, oh, it's live better. They, you know, went three and one in the four major tournaments this year, you know, and, you know, know, but it's going to be a wait and see. Like a lot of us, you know, still don't know what the overall scheme is going to look like for the, for, uh, this whole entire combining force brigade. We don't know still. It's very, very good point. And and one last thing I saw on Twitter, uh, just to wrap up this talk, do you think just, just this move is just the start of everything just imploding with both of these two? I feel like there's so much controversy and there's been some people that are on Twitter, like this isn't going to last. Do you think it could be kind of that kind of a story there? Well, it could be, it couldn't, you know, it could just not last, but also like, you know, from our class on CNN with Jay Monahan speaking to reporters at the Canadian Open with the agreement, because it, you know, happened yesterday, Monahan said, we're better off together than we were fighting or apart. So I think this is going to be something we're going to see for a while, but I think you're going to see a lot of live sponsoring at PGA events because... I think Liv is taking more of the backseat and more being like, you know, stockholders funding the PGA tour a little bit more. And, you know, I don't know, maybe the PGA tour is a sellout right now because of it. I, it's really, it's really a wait and see type of game right now. For sure. And it's, it's going to be very, very fun to watch just to see how things play out. I've, I've kind of been addicted the last day. Just scrolling through the Twitter spheres and seeing everybody's different takes, like, oh, this sucks. We're owned by the Saudis now. Every it's pretty addicting. I'm I'm kind of kind of intrigued to see how it, it ends up. Do they have a next tournament? You said there's a tournament this weekend, maybe. This next weekend, it's supposed to be the U.S. Open, and that's one of the four majors. Okay. So it's kind of like one of the best slash worst times in the world to basically say, hey, we're all combining together. So <laughs> it, there's going to be a lot of fireworks going on within the next like two weeks on agreements and also the U.S. Open being played around the same time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be absolutely just ridiculous, dude. But Alpha's is back. And that relevance is 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 there, and everything is popping. So it'll be very very fun to see how that turns out. So that's gonna wrap up golf talk for today. PGA slash Live is now one. Now we're gonna move over into the NBA Finals. We ended up giving our picks for games one and two. I believe Anthony, who did you take in game one? Do you remember? I took Nuggets and I took Heat in game. I mean, no, I took Nug. Yeah, Nug. Nugget. Nuggets. Nuggets in game one and game two. So yeah. I'm one and one at the I moment. Think, I know I you said Nuggets as well. Yeah. So you're one and one. Chevy has Chevy's a script. He's two zero <laughs> right now. Chevy just knows ball. We should just. He that. just knows. He I, just knows. He just. He just, he just knows. Ball. You could just but, uh, tell like how Miami came out hi, in the fourth quarter, you, like of game one. How they came back like that, you could just tell like they weren't gonna drop another game. It's and and 
that's very very true getting getting into that game one uh though just short little recap Nuggets win 104-93 we're up by 20 at one point and straight up Miami just played like absolute dog they couldn't make shit they were all over the place Jimmy Butler uh, it was the first time I've seen him score this, though. He had 13 points. Pretty crazy. Bam Adebayo, which if you see Bam Adebayo getting 26 points and 13 rebounds, you're probably thinking, well, that's a hell of a game for us. But nope, he was the leader for him on that night. And and that kind of shows you. And he shoot like 23 shots as well. It wasn't like the most efficient, like yeah. 26 it points. Was, he was trying to do stuff because things were things were all discombobulated and such. Then he had Jokic dropping another triple-double, 27 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds, and Jamal Murray. Someone said this, and I thought this was pretty awesome. He's like the greatest Robin to Batman of all time. Do you think that? Yeah, I think so. Well, I have a question here, because my friend actually asked me this. Do we Uh, think Murray would be just as good or even better by himself, like being his own star? mm. Or do you think Jokic helps him like be better? I think they complement each other really, really well. To be honest, I don't. I think it might be a little bit of a a, sup, a step back, but honestly, I could see it both ways because he, he kind of takes control and, and does his own thing sometimes when Yoke is getting just berated the entire time. But yeah, I don't know. It's a very good question. But the Nuggets roll in Game One. Game Two, the Miami Heat figured things out. Came out, started really fast, ended up blowing a lead at one point, but then uh, took it in uh, the final minutes there. Played some really good defense to lock things up. Jimmy had 21, of Adebayo 21, and Gabe Vincent also had 23 points. So, really tight series. I know we weren't really thinking that after game one, the way the Nuggets just handled and the way they just handled the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, but tight, tight series. and. Uh, Chevy, starting with you, what did you notice? What did the Heat do differently in Game Two, just to rebound from Game One and that that just devastating loss up there? Did you see anything different from him? They made more shots. That was the big there. thing because they <laughs> shot like shit in Game One. Um, dog. But they also just like had more energy and were, I think, more acclimated to the elevation. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people like everybody talks about it, but it's I think it's still a little underrated. Mm-hmm. Like it, it affects the game a lot, so I think that sure. helped a lot. You could tell in the fourth oh, like that's what I was saying in the fourth quarter of game one, you could tell they started to figure out how to get their second wind through it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And Anthony, but now back over to you. The biggest thing for him from game one and for everybody in these playoffs is how do you guard Nikola Jokic? And what do you do defensively just to stop this overpowered uh, Denver Nuggets team? I noticed they were bringing some doubles and thumbs, some things like that, but I don't know if you got to watch them defensively. Did you see anything from them that they kind of, not locked down per se, but uh, slow down Nikola Jokic in, in some situations? I, You know, to be honest, I didn't watch much the game two. Oh um, I know, gosh. I know, I'm slacking. Oh, but uh, <laughs> you know, just looking at this, you know, the stats, you know, Jokic still dropping thirty nine points. 
is that you know really is it really more of oh they stopped Jokic a little bit or is it more of hey we just need to outscore Jokic we just need to outscore Denver you know so it, it could be a bit of both where Miami just needs to score more points than Jokic basically every single night and you know kind of do that math and yeah like you know for I've seen the double the double teams do seem to work a little bit, but same point, you know, at all these playoffs, other teams have doubled Jokic throughout, and it hasn't worked. You know, Jokic is smart; he learns. He's you know, you know, he's very just basketball oriented. You know, from his post game press conferences, like very you know, no jokes. You know, it's like Ivan Drago from Rocky. It's like if he dies. <laughs> He dies like that's that that that's it with Jokic. He's just that focused yeah. on winning right now. So, sure. you know, overall, I think it's a mix of both worlds. I think the Heat just needs to, you know, the one of the goals for the Heat just win, score more points than the Nuggets. But also, it's try to stop Jokic in any way you can. Like, you know, if he Jokic drops thirty nine in a loss, hey, you take it, you know. So, yeah, for sure, and. Maybe it wasn't really stopping Jokic per se, but looking at through these stats a little bit, it did take away one thing that I think he's just wildly good at in passing the ball here in this game too. He only had four assists when in other mm-hmm. uh, games and stuff they've they've taken they haven't been able to stop that just because he's such a such a brilliant passer. Maybe it was limited him. They also limited Jamal just to uh, eighteen points and ten assists on his own. So. Uh, it seemed like maybe they took took out things around him a little bit there. So he evened it up there. And now we head into, is it tonight? I think it is tonight, right? Yeah, it's tonight at 6.30 Pacific. Yeah. Yes, sir. Or no, 6.30 uh, Mountain Time. My bad. My bad. So yeah, 5.30 Pacific. 6.30 Mountain Time here. I believe they're in Miami tonight. Duh. Um, it'd be a real interesting matchup to see how things rebound for the Nuggets or if Miami can uh, take that back. And another big storyline, Tyler Hero, have not gotten the word yet, and who's been out with a broken hand since the Buck series, which seems like, holy hell, that seems like ages ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe back in the lineup, maybe back for game three tonight. Chevy, how big of a just spark would that give the Heat? They just need more scoring options, even though they're very de- deep. How big would that be? Well, I think he's going about it the right way because he said he doesn't want to throw off the rhythm of the team, so they're going to work him in slowly, mm. I'm sure. But like, mm-hmm. obviously having a scorer like him, especially from outside, and his playmaking abilities help out Jimmy Butler a lot too. Mm-hmm. So it'd be huge for them. But just working them in is like the right way to go about it. For sure. And that may mean like him coming off the bench and giving some minutes there, giving a three point shooting threat or or anything like that. But game three tonight. Do we want to give picks? Give him more picks here? It seems like the real just decisive one. Um This one's hard. This yeah. So hard. Because the Nuggets like, could come out just swinging. Oh, yeah. Or the Heat could just lock it down oh, at home. Pissed off. This I will end. say Heat win this one. Okay. 
in a close one like the last one they have? Close, or? very close. Okay. Yeah, very close. Who's your, who's your guy that's that's putting them over the edge tonight? Jimmy buckets. I would. Jimmy Buckets or Gabe Vincent? I think Vincent can have another really good game. Vincent has been just a sight for Suarez here. Anthony goes with the Heat. Chevy, this is your real test. Do I know. you know ball? This is the one that, like, everything is riding on right here for you. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, this is a tough one, though. We got the Nuggets taking control. We got the Heat going. I think the Nuggets will get game three, honestly. I think they're going to come out like swinging really fast pace, trying okay. to gas Miami. I like it. And it seemed like they're trying to do little bits and pieces of that kind of fast pace type stuff towards game, uh, end of game two. But all, this may be bad luck. We, we know the luck I bring. But I'm gonna go with the Nuggets here in, in Game Three. I, I think they're they're looking for a vengeance here in this one, and they know how big this one is for them. You win Game Three, it gives you such a such a stronger hold on things. I think it's Jokic still doing the same thing, and I'd I'd say uh, things keep rolling here. For, I feel for like getting a win here would be a just a sigh of relief oh, because they'll just huge. they know like even if they drop Game Four, they have. They have the advantage again, so it'd be big. Just getting getting one on the road. Mm-hmm. I think people people don't realize how how big that would be. So we got Anthony rolling with the Heat, and me and Chevy on the Nuggets. I'm just rolling with the Nuggets. Maybe that's my thing. I'll just pick the Nuggets in every single game that we pick. This I'm just worried that year. I'm picking with you, and it's just me. Yeah, say hey, maybe maybe <laughs> my my luck will switch, and and things will go. You don't know. Uh, probably Dude, the Nuggets not. are gonna lay an egg now. Oh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> First half come out and just suck. Shoot thirty percent and totally see it happening. Or <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I won't say that. No way. I won't say that. That that's bad juju. Can't say that. You know what? You're you're putting all that bad juju there, dude. I'm not putting any bad juju. <laughs> it's just it, there's there's none. We're not gonna put any juju on there as long as I don't say things. And there's, there's no juju. But those are our picks for Game Three. Game Four will be on Friday at six thirty as well, so we might have a show in between there, or we might be able to pick that Game Four there again. So that's NBA Finals talk. Do we want to uh, pick Game Four real quick, or do we want to wait so we can see? How game three goes and just do it social wise. I, I kinda wanna go with game three. Yeah. Let's see. Let's do that. So, yeah. I think well, that's yeah. the move. Is yeah. Actually I don't need to do game three because Nuggets were my pick the entire time. Just oh kidding. god. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he's that's just jinx, he's just jinx, jinx the nuggets. Uh, yeah. Jinx the nuggets. Uh-huh. Maybe I want the heat. I don't know. Jinx the nuggets want the heat. That's how things work. You're making me want to pick the Heat for Game Three. <laughs> you you want to switch? You want to flip flop? No, because I okay. I want I think the Nuggets are gonna win, but you, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Good Chevy, stand by your pick. Don't be like Seth in the. <laughs> oh yeah. No proof. No proof. AFC Championship. Yep. Game no proof. Switch yep. his no pick. Yep. No proof. Didn't happen. No proof. <laughs> <laughs> the people don't know that story. No I'm, proof. Gonna, I'm gonna go for. But, but go that is NBA nice. Finals. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you don't even know who my pick was, so there's no proof. That is NBA Finals, though. Now we will go over into our beloved segment here at Puck Talk with Anthony. The other finals going on looks completely different. Things are flip-flopped. Vegas Golden Knights have taken a commanding lead 2-0 over the Florida Panthers. And these scoring differentials are wild. Knights win yeah. game one, 5-2. Game two just beat the shit out of the Panthers, 7-2. Anthony, I'll, I'll let you start here. You have in here listed Florida's trying to just hang on and, and keep their mentality going going straight, but things are really not looking good for them right now. It's, you know, I've watched both games, and Florida's done this throughout the playoffs. They try to win the war mentally and try mm-hmm. to get the other, you know, it's like the kids in the back of the schoolyard that get away with the fight right before the teacher who's like, you know, doing the security run during recess, you yeah. know, like catches them. It's kind of like that. Or it's in that moment where a kid tries to start a fight and then the teacher catches right before the bully, like swings that first punch, you know, like has the, you know, the kid <laughs> by the shirt. It's like yeah. that. Florida's trying to start stuff and then tries to get the ref to see it. Mm. And so that Vegas gets a penalty. This happened in game one. I believe it was Brendan Mont- Montour for Florida. Yeah. Um, basically, hops on the ice for a shift. Nick Haig for the Vegas Golden Knights is kind of skating back towards his bench. Montour just pumps the brakes right in front of Haig. Haig's not looking. Boom. Haig runs straight into Montour. Mm-hmm. Right in front of referee. And tries to get a penalty called on Haig. That's what's happening here with Florida. And here's the thing about it is not working whatsoever. Yeah. Florida is committing these two penalties and trying to get Vegas to respond back. So it's four on four hockey, but the refs are not buying it right now. They're not buying Florida's case. So, and throughout the playoffs, Florida has had one of the worst power kills. Yeah. Yeah. Has one pen. Well, no, one of the worst penalty kills. Duh. One of the worst penalty kills in the playoffs. Right now, they're around. They give up every, you know, I think from what I saw, like every opponent that's on a power play versus Florida has a 75% chance of scoring. That's huge. That's huge. Huge. So right now, Florida is shooting themselves in the foot every single time. It's they're committing the most stupid, stupid penalties out there. And you know, are trying to win that mental battle of, hey, if we can get ahead of one of them, we can get ahead of all of them. It's not working. It's straight up just not working. But also, Vegas is counteracting Florida in that Florida likes to play aggressive on the forecheck. Well, Vegas saying, okay, we'll counter you. And they're being super aggressive overall and are just dominating it and making Sergei Bobrovsky that you know, going into Stanley Cup final hat stats that are comparable to Hall of Fame goalie uh, Sebastian uh, Jean uh, Jaguer, who played the Anaheim, for the Anaheim Ducks a long time ago in the early 2000s. But when you're compared to 2003 Jaguer, that's special company being. And now Vegas saying, well, we're going to switch that. 
he Bravowski got pulled in game two after it was four four nothing. Yeah. So it's it's getting scary for Florida. You know, game three is uh, Thursday. It's tomorrow, but I think game three is a must win for Florida just to keep, get some momentum going. Oh, 100%. And going back to two of the things you said there, you're talking about the hit that I believe, I forget who you were saying. It Matthew was. to Chuck on Jack Eichel. Yeah, but, huge but that hit. one, too. That one was giant. And it seemed like they're, they're just trying to get in their heads a little bit, but it's it's not working. And they're just they're mm-hmm. scoring goals. Uh, Marshall Salt had two goals in, in this last 7 to 2 victory, along with Brett Howden. Uh, Alec Martinez had a goal. Nicholas Roy, just up and down, just going yeah. crazy. And you talk about Bobrovsky, but Aiden Hill, dude, oh, out of nowhere, oh the young kid coming in and just absolutely locking down one of the craziest Aiden. saves I've ever seen oh, in game one. Yes. Absolute the stick tackle save. Yes. I'm going to mm-hmm. do the splits. I'm actually trying to do the splits right now just to get in his mindset, but it's not working. He did the splits, basically. Saves it with his stick. Incredible, and he's absolutely just going. Absolutely going, and absolutely just dominant, dominant, dominant. But you're right. They got to get something back. And maybe is this a situation where their luck's kind of run out? They've... They've come so far. They made it into the playoffs. Um, I, you know, They've I don't think their luck is out, teams, but I but... think I think they need to find that momentum. But also remember, Florida was down three one to Boston, and look what happened. True. They, you know, against Boston, who's been one of the best teams. You know, this Boston squad that they eliminated in the first round was one of the best teams in NHL history, so stat wise and just play wise. Mm-hmm. No one could beat them. For sure. Um, and they were down 3-1, and guess what happened? Florida won the but dang those, series. Those were all close, though, I feel like. These are absolute yes. ass-kickings. Yes. They, you I know, just... Vegas is definitely bringing the boot to the, the Panthers. But, yeah, there has to be a change in mentality. There has to be. But also, you know, Aiden Hill right now is the story of the playoffs. You know, oh, yeah. going into the playoffs... You know, you had uh, Lauren Brassois, who was a starter after their original, after Vegas's original starter, Dylan Thompson, got injured. And then all of a sudden in the semifinals versus Edmonton, Brassois gets injured. So yeah. now you have Aiden Hill, who, you know, we call a journeyman, has played for Vegas, Arizona, San Jose over the years, has yeah. shown signs that he can be a good goalie, but also has backed it up with some horrible play. So a lot of people have been cautious of him. That's why he's a, that's why before he came to Vegas, he was a journeyman. It was him getting in trades, waivers, all that stuff. And he has just blossomed into this potential starter for the Knights. He's been just outright just standing on his head, literally standing on his head. He could probably make a save standing on his head. He's just been that good in the stand, you know, and overall, in the Western Conference Final and in the uh, Stanley Cup Final right now for Vegas, just overall, just standing on his head. Absolutely incredible. I freaking feel like I hurt my groin trying to do that here <laughs> in my house. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but 
but those are the game one and game two here with, with Stanley Cup uh, final here. Were game you really three? trying to do like? Yeah, dog. I was trying splits. to like do the goal right now. Here. Yeah, but it didn't like work. What's wrong with you? Freaking hurt the shit out of my groin. Well, yeah, no shit. You got to stretch. You got to stretch beforehand. I, Seth, I used like to play goalie. You stretch person. before you do the splits on the ice. He just popped his groin trying to do the splits without he stretching. He his groin. Or stretching. You, you probably just tore your groin on the podcast. It's not, you it's know. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan flu game. I'll play through it. We got to finish this thing. Um, <laughs> But game three picks, we need to get those game three picks. I forget again what we what we went with. I think we went Golden Knights game one, all three of us. No, you went. Nah, you went I think Anthony I went, went Florida. Florida. Mm. And then and then we didn't we didn't do picks for game two. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I had to pick the Knights. I'm gonna pick them every. That's my pick every game. Is the Knights? Gee, it's a it's a worthy strategy. But you've lost every time. <laughs> well, no, no you've lost. You lost the second game. Dude. You lost game one. You 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 picked, no, uh, picked Florida game one. Did I? I swear you did. I, I think, think did. I think you did because actually I was thinking about it. I think I put I was two and zero oh, and you guys were one and one. Huh. I yeah. think. Well, shit. But game three picks. Are we are we all three rolling with Vegas or or is Florida I'm, climb I'm back with- here? I'm gonna roll Vegas here. I'm rolling. I'm rolling Vegas, Anthony. I feel like Florida could play upset here, Don't do it. but at the same point in time, looking at the score lines, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. They've scored twelve goals. You can't. I know, but Florida's just gone crazy for hockey right now. I think Florida have a big home advantage. Don't do it. Screw it. I'm going with the Panthers yeah. for game three. Whoa. I You're feel like they come alive guy. in game three. I am the hockey guy. <laughs> I have a gut feeling here. Game three is going to be different for Florida. Bro, if I end with a better record than you, you should give me like Ooh. 10 bucks. Actually, hold up. If I go undefeated in like both, say I do somehow, what do, what do I get here? What do you oh. get? Dude, I'll like going undefeated. I'll give you a crisp high five. How about that? <laughs> I, 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 Chevy's not gonna settle for that. Come on, now, he, he's know. not gonna he's not gonna settle for that. Yeah, dude. You when are you gonna be down here next? I'll take. It. I, I don't see. We'll take it. He'll take this high five. Uh, what do you get? What do you get? Uh, looking around, looking around this desk, I got, I got, a, I, got a, I got a, I got a nickel. You want a nickel? Yeah, dude, just mail it. It's going to cost more than mail it, though. <laughs> I'll send that nickel. There, there we go. Chevy, get that, that's what you get. You got anything for him if he goes undefeated, Anthony? If he goes undefeated, I will Venmo him 10 bucks. No, do you it. don't do I'll that. do it. I'll do, do it. No, Venmo, no, I'm like saying Venmo. undefeated in both. That'd be insane, yeah. Seth. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, he's saying undefeated in both. Yeah, not Venmo just like NHL. <laughs> You can't. I don't think you can Venmo less than a dollar. Can you not? I don't think so. Ah, uh, they should change that. Venmo. Just Venmo. <laughs> Venmo me sixty nine cents. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, just because just because I'm a I am an honorable man, I will match that if you go undefeated. How about that? 
Sounds good. Twenty dollars. I have a question though. So Anthony, you're yeah. saying like it's a must win for the Panthers. How yeah. like likely would it be for a team to come back three zero in hockey? Like, is it like the NBA it's statistic very... where it's never happened? Or you're looking at a statistic. Let me actually very low teams rarely have ever came back down three zero, especially in the Stanley Cup final or even in the NHL playoff in general. So let me... Well, I remember when it was Leafs, Panthers, they were talking about maybe like three or only three teams all time that have come back down 3-0. Holy crap. The Leafs Leafs fans are so delusional that they... All right. So here are... Because it's a team one year. So Yeah, so here... So there's only been four successful... 03 comebacks in the history of the NHL playoffs. The 1942 Stanley Cup final, the Toronto Maple Leafs came back 03 and defeated the Detroit Red Wings. 1975 Stanley Cup quarterfinals, New York came back. 2010 Eastern Conference semis, Philadelphia beat Boston. And then 2014 Western Conference first round, the Kings came back and beat the Sharks. Uh, Yeah, so so it could Four happen, times. but just not likely. It's Four at least more likely than yeah. basketballs. So Four times in the history of the Stanley Cup playoffs has a team came back from a 3-0 deficit. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Who knows? They, they could do it. They could be, be that team to, to get, get back into this thing. But we, we shall see here. Make sure you tune in to Game 3, but that will wrap up our, our puck talk for for today just to wrap up here we got two stories in the mlb and in the nfl don't talk about baseball we haven't been talking about baseball at all since we started this damn thing but as we do have some news down in your neck of the woods the a stadium might be happening might not be happening what are we looking at down there do they actually vote on it what's happening so bait so basically, the the big head honchos in Nevada that make all the stupid laws for us and all that and pass this and pass that, you know, basically sign papers and kiss babies for a living. They couldn't, you know, sometimes because the Nevada government board, Senate, you know, whatever you want, the legislative board basically for Nevada, they usually have a big docket during their meetings, right? Well... They couldn't get to the Senate bill to pass the A's stadium. So the governor has called a special meeting just for this one bill Mm. to discuss it and see if it will pass or not. So basically, right now, the stadium's in limbo. So if it gets passed, hooray for the A's. They're coming to Las Vegas. If not, I don't know where in the world they are going to go. And who's going to want them, first and foremost? Exactly, exactly. Uh, it, it's very interesting because we've, we've been saying maybe it's going to happen, but then you bring back stuff that says it's it's not, and it's crazy. And, and, and Chevy, I don't know if you've seen this stuff with the A's, but this is a all-time just abysmal, abysmal team this year, and their franchise is just looking horrendous. They've, had, they've been like the laughing stock forever like that For i know of because yeah. i mean when i lived in california everybody's a giants fan 
Mm-hmm. And all you hear is them shit talking the AU fans or the A's yeah. fans. So, yeah, I kind of knew what they are, were ass. What are they right now? I think they 13 and 50. Let me bring back ESPN. Because, um, yeah, it was insane the last record you told us. Because we talked about it last time, too. They were like horrible. Yeah, because yeah. they're on pace to be the worst team. You said ever like 20 in wins in or something. History shit? of Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah, let's see here. They are a wonderful 13 and 50. Ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> and, and a negative 204 run differential. They damn, are up damn. 7 to 0 right now. You so. said negative 204 run differential? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. That is yeah, that's bad. They just they just chopped into that bitch though because they just had a seven run first inning against the Pirates. So maybe maybe it's a turnaround. But but going back to the stadium. <laughs> Greatest comeback crazy. in baseball history. Well they won they won eleven to two yesterday. So They're out maybe. here making They're strides. Uh huh. Aren't who who was the team that signed the kid who like threw a ninety like three at their park arcade thing? Wasn't that the A's? It's probably A's. That's a that's a there's been a couple of those over the years, uh, yeah. but then those players never pan out. They're just left to rot in like a single be, A, yeah. non-league Texas baseball, whatever junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, though. Absolutely crazy. But back to the stadium. I <laughs> I, I really don't know what's going to happen. If it, Part of me feels like, yeah, it's it's bound to. Like, they've made this big of a commitment already. Things are going to work out, or they're just going to go out in the middle of the desert and just plant their shit out there and figure things out. But it's definitely really, really interesting there for, for the A's. So do they, Throughout- Anthony, do they still not have the... My bad, Seth. But do they still I not mean, have the, like, land covered? Or is that what They have the land. Okay, so they have the land. They, they just have, have to get the it land passed. purchased. They just got to get it passed by the Nevada legislative yeah. the people. Yeah. Okay. Well, that should yeah. be interesting then. Should be very interesting. We will see. To wrap up our show for tonight, though, we got one last little thing. NFL has been very quiet. There's been little action from everybody, I would say. But I did just see a mm-hmm. second, you know, like five minutes ago, Josh Allen is now the cover athlete for Madden uh, 24. So is the cover athlete curse on the Bills this year? <laughs> I kind of hope so. That'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> Do you not like the Bills? No, I just think it'd be funny for, for Bills fans. I love Bills <laughs> fans, actually, but they always get their hopes up so high, and then things just come crashing. They've been through so much, Seth. Come on now. I, I Don't be mad. You can't them. like treat them like they're Cowboys fans. You know what I mean? They're, they're at but least... They've at least gotten close. The Cowboys fans haven't even sniffed the shit ever. Yeah, but they you, they always have their hopes for the fucking Super Bowl. Come on now. Yeah, it's true, though. That That's actually a really good conversation, though. Josh Allen, obviously the cover athlete, but is that who should have been the cover athlete, in your guys' opinion? I think he does. As long answer. as it's not Justin Fields and there's a curse, I'm fine with it. As long Ooh. as it's not Wait, Justin so who Fields. Wait, so who was Madden 23? Wasn't it Mahomes? Oh, had it, to have been, right? Forget who uh, it was. Actually, hold on, let me see something. Cause I didn't play Madden 23 because it's a shit game now. <laughs> it's Joe Madden. 
Oh, you're you're calling Joe Madden a shit game? The whoa, late, the whoa. great. Whoa, you said Joe. No, you whoa. said Joe. Hold no. up, hold you up, hold said up. Joe. No, you oh, said Joe. You said hell? Joe Madden. I'll run it back, and you'll hear it. I promice. And I did not say Joe Madden. No, 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 no. He Seth did. Seth said Joe. Oh, okay, okay. He Seth putting words in my mouth. Up, all right, all right. Straight up said. No, Joe Madden's the cover for Madden. John. John Madden. John Madden. <laughs> uh, no, jo- no. You can't even speak no, here, Seth. No. I can't even speak here. No. You, just called him, you just called him shitty. You just called him Joe. <laughs> so what? That's better than calling him shitty. That's true, but you got <laughs> I, I did not call John Madden shitty. I called yes, the game EA Madden. No, EA is shitty. shitty. EA 23, is shit. 23, you said is shitty. It is. I don't know. That's the reason you, I still you, have 22. You, uh, <laughs> why, why? Don't disrespect the man. He's an icon. I, I know he is. He's the Nikon for my favorite you didn't team. Call him shitty. You're just, you're we we called the game that freaking nerds in no, Florida EA did him dirty. EA did him dirty. Yes. It's EA's fault. They should have made a better fault. game. And now NCAA football is going to be the exact same way, and I'm going to riot, and it's being, not going to be nice for those people down in Orlando that create the games. Being the non-video <laughs> game playing person, what was so bad about Madden 23? It's just was very glitchy it's copy and paste and it's copied and copy paste every single year and they only mm-hmm. do like oh we added this new like juke move that you have to do more buttons for basically. you have to press like every single button on the controller to do why that's so dumb i don't yeah i don't see the advantage of some of the shit they do but but yeah I no know. i don't i don't think i mean there could have been other people who deserve the Back on topic, deserve the That's cover. Just, but, yeah, back back to it. But Would it, Josh Allen, I think he Josh deserves Allen. it. Josh Allen. You could have put Hurts. You could have put Mahomes. Hurts would have been the one, I would have thought. But it had like a Jim Brown memorial thing. Dude, what if they did like a Kelsey brother one? That would have been sick. Actually, that, Madden flopped. That, Madden flopped. That's obviously the best. Madden best flopped best it. Scenario. Damn, could have get got some new heights action in there. All people are saying Joe Burrow would have been sick. Since he did beat yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah, true. Demar, Demar Hamlin. You slamming your mouth around or what? A little bit. <laughs> or ooh, we got it's. There's just one that's like the new age, and it's Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen all in one. That would have been weird. That's too many people on a cover. That's too many but people on the cover. But 2K did it yeah. with Curry. Who did 2K do it with? Curry, KD, and Anthony Davis? Maybe. They did three on 16, right, Anthony? Was Or no, I think it was Harden. Yeah, it was Harden, uh, KD, and Curry, KD right? And Davis. Oh, or, Davis? No, was it Curry? Was it Davis I thought it was Curry. Curry. I don't know. It was a, That was their know. best game, too. Maybe they should have done that. Well, yeah. 2K's path. Facts. Oh, uh, this yeah, thing it was Davis, Harden, and Curry. Oh, okay, it wasn't KD. That's who we had wrong. Okay. What? I think KD was the year before. Yeah, I think he was I 15. Think. Yeah. This Joe Burrow all whited out jersey with the Bengals for the cover looks real, real sick. But Well, that Bengals jersey is on... just clean anyway, so. It's, it's absolutely just ridiculous. 
<laughs> there are some Justin Fields ones too. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but but back on back on topic here, Anthony. You 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 found one more story here. The Jaguars purchasing a multi-billion-dollar stadium. That's that's going to be absolutely crazy, right? Yeah, I'm apparently the stadium person right now. Find all these. Stories, you really but, are. Um, I got so one more for us after this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they're basically upgrading their current stadium to basically a state of the art, and apparently, from the article, it could be as much as two point something billion. With improvements cost between 1.2 billion and 1.4, but of course, uh, Shad Khan, uh, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, really rich guy, he can afford it. But apparently, him and the city are going like 50-50 split it. I think, mm. from what I've heard, and the renovations could take as long as four years, but two of those years, and this is all from the article, two of those years. They Florida will have to play in a different stadium, actually. I mean, Jacksonville will have to play in the same stadium. So some options listed have, of course, been University of Florida, Orlando's Camping World Stadium, a nearby 11,000-seat AAA baseball stadium, and then a 9,000-seat stadium at University of Northern North Florida. So I don't think those are going to be the best options available for sure. So it's probably going to be Camping World or even, I would say, the Orange Bowl or the U play. So that could be an option, but that's all in Miami. Well, University of Florida is always in Gainesville. So honestly, it could work. Yeah. 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 That's, That's really interesting. It's like... Have to pick up shop and just move elsewhere. But here's the thing: Are there Jaguars fans that exist? Did they all fit inside at 9,400? Don't they already have the pool at their current stadium? Yeah, yeah they, they have two. They like, have two, they... and they're they actually know. are going to keep those. They're going to keep those in the in the renovation. That's so they're also they're renovating it then. Okay. They're they yeah they're re- renovating their current stadium. It's not a brand new. They they. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna look brand new from like some of the, some of the freaking what is it blueprints I've seen looks pretty yeah nice. or what are they called? It's not it. Whatever, but it looks nice. So yeah, that does look nice. Things will be. What they just do like only pools, pools. <laughs> it's just a pool. Well, then, <laughs> just make Florida, the seats like water like... beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the Jaguars and. And uh, doesn't Florida. the owner doesn't the owner own WWE too? AEW. Yeah, AEW. AEW, yeah. yeah. Or like his son. I think his son owns it, but yeah, basically shot. it's his daddy's money. It's his basically his daddy's money. So yeah. Fair. Very, very interesting story there though. We'll see what happens there in Jacksonville. See where they're going, seeing if they're playing at a baseball stadium. We shall see. Chevy, you said you had one more? Yeah, so I this one's kind of went a little bit under the radar. Colts six round pick from three years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, Isaiah Rogers uh, was found gambling on NFL games and some, including the Colts games too. Crazy. So it's... it says like there was over or approximately a hundred bets were placed. 
most within the twenty to f- or twenty five to fifty dollar range. Although there was at least one low four figure bet. Mm. Crazy. And, yeah, that's just the NFL has that a boy. lot of stuff on their hands with gambling right now. Honestly, well, they they've taken such a hard stance to get it against it now. I feel like they're just having to look everything up and and investigate. But that, here here's my question for both of you. If there's like these many stories coming out, what happens if you got a standout player on one team and like necessary? They already had one, I guess, though. Yes, Calvin you know Ridley, I mean? but yeah. well, and uh, Williams from the Colts or not Colts? Uh, yeah, Lions. He he's not really there yet, but like I just feel like there's so many other people doing it, and uh, I, if you're gonna take a stance against everybody, I I don't know what. Do you well, feel the same way? I think that's what they're gonna do though. And honestly, this one's gonna be this is gonna be the hammer down type of one right here. The mm-hmm. NFL's gonna make a statement on Rogers because he was betting on Colts games. That's where he messed up real bad. Is it gonna be for life, maybe? That's what I've seen some like rumors be. It could that's be a lifetime crazy. ban from the NFL. It's nuts, dude. So so just stupid. You know the rules once you get into everything. Mm-hmm. Like ridiculous that you have to be placing bet. What was it? Pat McAfee stuff. said that's the first thing they tell you in college. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it's just insane that people are still doing it. And I mean, like, I get you know, kind of like the Williams one where it wasn't even like on the on the NFL at all. It was just a college. Yeah. It was just in the facilities. Like, I get that. That's like a little. That's side hustling, you well, know. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just like that's one of those that's rules for, that nobody even knew. Banter, you know. Yeah, and nobody yeah. knew you can bet on a like their sports facility. But it makes, I mean, it's common sense if you think about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's completely different too. So we'll see. Crazy, absolutely nuts. So expect an announcement there. Should be huge, and and should probably set the set the league going forth, um, in in a pretty straight and narrow direction. But I think that's gonna wrap things up for us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go watch all the finals games tonight. Go enjoy everything. I think we should be back for a special episode on Saturday or Sunday, maybe. Sun. It should be Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Should be back on Sunday. 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 For, Sunday. <laughs> for a very, very special episode. So make sure you tune in for that. But thank you guys. And peace.